Welcome to Rob McRunning Real Talk, the cancer series. Uh, today talking with Bernie, who is a nutritional therapist, uh, going to sort of talk to us all about, uh, well, everything sort of related to, um, you know, your food, your mindset and that kind of thing and, and, and all based around uh, cancer. So welcome, Bernie. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello, Rob. Thank you for having me. So I'm a nutritional therapist. Um I have been working uh, since I finished uh, three years ago. I um, my journey with cancer isn't personal, as in I'm I don't have cancer myself. Mm-hmm. But my dad was diagnosed in the late 1990s with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, and he um, back then it was kind of a bit unheard of. But he went on a journey with an, a nutritionist as well, and he worked. They worked alongside each other together to try and um, help him through his symptoms and mm-hmm. the various aspects of, of the disease as it as it progressed. Um, so that kind of got that. I, so that kind of happened and um, in the background of my life, I suppose. But then I just went on to do a completely unrelated job in, cor- in the corporate world and I moved mm-hmm. to Australia. And um, over there, they're a bit more ahead of us in terms of naturopathy and nutrition and um I kind of got more interested in it while I was there and mm-hmm. I started studying in the evenings um, while I was still doing the day job. Um, yep. And then when I got back to, we, we moved back. So I had kids and we moved back to London and okay. I um, decided then that I'd quit my day job and study. So I started, I did a three year course at the College of Naturopathic Medicine in London. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that, that's, I did that three years ago. And um, so here I am now. So I've, Still going, so, so yeah. it was sort of born out of um, out of Australia, really. So they um, they they're quite far ahead in terms of sort of working with that sort of natural medicines and food and taking sort of a different approach to people who've either got or had uh, had cancer. Yeah, they do. They um, they often have um, will refer to uh, use um, nutritionists um, okay. and other. What, what they used to say alternative or complementary therapists as mm. part of their overall picture when when they look at a patient you know the GP will often refer to a nutritionist or um, yeah. so they seem to be they seem to have a bit more awareness about um, yeah. about this 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 area of naturopathy and using using other um, non-conventional methods as well alongside mm. so it's um it's more well-rounded so yeah that is uh that is interesting so so tell us a little bit more then so you're sort of like you said you know it this podcast is all about sort of not just people who've had it or got it uh, but it's also yeah. about people who who work in and around it as well so so you kind of got um i guess the one thing you share in common with a lot of the people i've spoken to is you sort of had it thrust upon you um kind of you know unwanted unwelcome but you know your dad um, gets gets cancer and and it's all of a sudden it's in your life and you didn't expect it but, uh, but there you are kind of thing so um, <clears throat> so he was sort of working with um, a nutritionist as well and and what what sort of things so if we're talking to like a complete say you know I'm I'm a complete um, novice in terms of the knowledge around that what what's the process what where do we go with it i start speaking to a nutritionist when i've you know had my diagnosis and uh, mm-hmm. and what, what is the sort of next plan what what happens well each person is different so you would have a very depending on your um type of cancer would be very different to somebody else who has cancer okay. um and 
what, what the way the way um, I work is that I look at the individual person and we take a, a, a whole picture of what's going on in their body there and then and in their life to a certain extent. So it's not just about where your tumours are or, or yeah. what type of cancer it is, but it's your whole overall well-being, like your stress levels, how much exercise you do, in addition to your diet, what okay. you eat, um, the times that you eat are very important, the medication wow. you're on supplements. So it's taking an overall overall view of a person and looking at that in terms of um in terms of the the cancer and the the way it's it's manifested and also um what happens when you see a nutritionist um and then they will do a big analysis of you and then a plan basically and that plan might involve cha making changes to your diet and your lifestyle yeah. and and also possible further testing so looking at possible stool testing or genetic testing to work out um the the genetic testing is really important and it's quite a new thing that's come out in the past few years whereby you look at um they're called snips on your genes so for example um i have a snip on a g the gene that codes for um for caffeine metabolism so i'm not very good um having too much caffeine okay. so um i have to watch that for example so someone else might have a snip mm -hmm. on a gene that codes for um say the detoxification of a certain drug so you might yeah. not be very good so anyway without going too detailed you, you can do an awful lot um of testing as well into your in that 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 gives you a bigger picture of what's going okay. on okay yeah, yeah yeah no that's interesting so i know when we were talking uh last time you were sort of mentioning that you know through sort of stool testing and that kind of thing you can actually you know if if you've had sort of a an infection or a bug or whatever like years and years ago that can still be sort of functioning within your system and, and you, you know of tests you can kind of pick up things that have maybe you know you think have, have sort of been gone years and years and, and are mm. actually still active within your system that's right definitely so say if you go traveling as many of us do as um you know when you when you're young and yeah. you get um you get a bit of a sickness bug while you're away um and then you come home or you're still there and you take antibiotics and right. you think it's gone but they can often live live on in the gut because you're providing um an environment for them that that still feeds that that bad bacteria so you know all about the levels of good bacteria and bad bacteria and yeah. the bad bacteria can overgrow basically and um and it often you don't know, but you're still feeding it with your diet, the Western diet that's high yeah. in sugar, that's mm. high in um, carbs. And um, so and it just carries on. Yeah. Yeah. So what would be the kind of things that you would work with people, particularly anybody who's maybe had, um, you know, you, you want to work with people who who have just had a diagnosis or people who have been given the all clear, which who, who do you tend to sort of work closely with? Well, it depends, really. So it's um, it's really good. So often people come to nutritionists once they've had their chemo and once they've been going through um, their treatments. OK. But... <laughs> sorry, yeah. sorry, that's, that's my right. that's crying nice. in the background. No, that's um, fine, don't worry. Um, however, so often people come afterwards when it's um, when it's um, so, and then so the aim is to 
help them detoxify. So, so if they've had their treatment and they're in remission, it's a good time because yeah. you can detoxify the body and um, okay. and start a plan to to optimize nutrition and optimize health yeah. once again. Yeah, fine. It's a live podcast. It's you yes. know. I've done a few now, and there's all kinds of things going on. So, which is great because it's that's what it's about. It's real talk. It's yeah, you know, people like yourself who you know got kids crying in the house. And yeah, that's what's going on at the same time. Yeah. So, so yeah. So you just say you tend to sort of work with people who are in remission and a sort of assist them with a diet and a lifestyle that's going to assist them in, um, well, in in hopefully becoming healthier and 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 you know preventing sort of future future yeah. problems yes that's right or i mean i'll turn and also simultaneously you can work you know I could work with has got diagnosis that. and um you can you can it's it work alongside depending on what treatment they're having and what um what they've been suggested you know what kind of drugs that they're, they're going to be on you can do yeah. um like that genetic testing kind of imp- can be useful then because you can look at um how how are they going to um, metabolize the drugs? How is the body possibly going to react? And I mean, it's not it's not set in stone, and things often change. Mm-hmm. But you mm-hmm. can do a lot. I mean, even just analyzing, basically, you know, we need having having um, uh, things like cutting out smoking, don't not having any any alcohol, taking out the sugars and processed foods, avoiding yep. processed meats, though, all those kind of tips, drinking more water, yep. exercise. And a, a crucial thing is getting on top of stress, stress management and good quality. So it but it really depends on the individual. So it's um, yep. yeah. So it, it's it. It, it and and then you know if they're overweight already um uh-huh. maybe addressing that um and then you can go much further down into what you know their their foods and what they're eating and that's yeah. that's really a really good way that you can get on top of that straight away always interested me when uh, when, when we sort of speak to anybody nutritionist or, or whoever um about sort of health and, and that kind of thing and it always you know food is obviously massively important and drinking water and being hydrated of course it is but it always sort of relates back in, at some point um to to stress stress yeah. management and and getting enough sleep it's uh i think we underestimate um possibly not as much as we used to but we underestimate just how important it is to sort of relieve that stress however it is you, you do that and and to you know sleep uh you know, I've looked a lot into sleep. I'm quite um, not that I have. A, I've never had a problem with sleep. I've, I've just took an interest in it. Um, you know, around you know people's sort of go to is oh, you need eight hours, which you know technically isn't true, but um, but you do need to be well rested. And um, yeah. you know, looking into into that, I, I realise just how high up on the importance list of things that are going to aid you in being healthy and being fit um just how high up sleep is and um you know it's always sleep stress food that kind of stuff it's always you know yeah. always up there and I was reading something the other day around um around fasting as well and and how yeah. fasting can help you and and you know create you into a sort of healthier person and that kind of thing i didn't, didn't read enough about it it's something i need to i need to sort of um read a little bit more into but but yeah, yeah. it just always amazes me that that these things you know, they're always, it doesn't matter what expert you speak to in whatever field, it always tends to be the same things at the top of the uh, of the list that are, uh, you know, of importance to, to being healthy and, and fit, really. 
Yeah, fasting is really, really helpful and useful. And especially, um, I mean, we should all generally be doing an overnight fast, a good long overnight fast with, mm. you know, uh, 12 hours minimum, uh, 13, 14 if you can. And with with um, with things like chemotherapy, um, yeah. you can actually make your body more, um, it can make, it can, um help your body the cancer cells become more vulnerable so when you when you do an overnight fast yeah. you can um you can increase certain drugs that block cancer cell growth and reduce the toxicity so it kind of creates a bit more of a synergy with treatments uh, by fasting and um yeah it's got some really good research behind it to prove that um it's good to do it before before and after your treatment it can yield really good results and actually make you know, make your make your your treatment more effective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's uh, that's very interesting to like. So I need to to learn a little bit more about it. And I know when we were talking, where you were talking about um sort of specific foods that you know you should try to incorporate into a diet. You know, that are just kind of like that staple. Get them in your diet. However, you get them in, get them in because you know these are sort of proven to um you know to assist within um you know people who have cancer or, or just generally being healthy so you were saying sort of turmeric and um and that are kind of the uh the yeah. foods if you like of, of of life yeah that's right yeah uh, so an overall anti-inflammatory diet is really good so mm. that's um loads of vegetables seven to ten portions of vegetables a day one to two portions of low sugar fruit so like not your bananas and your pineapples, but more of the your berries like blueberries, raspberries. They're really good. They've, they've got lots of antioxidants, lots of poly, polyphenols. And if you're if you're eating them, you you haven't got as much room for all the all those um, you know the donuts and all the yeah. all the all the sugary cereals and stuff. Cool. That um, so kind of getting into the mindset of having more vegetables um, and a couple of portions of fruit, but not too much because they um they um to get those polyphenols um things like yeah turmeric's brilliant that's really good with cancer it's got very strong anti anti anti-cancer properties cruciferous vegetables are another really good one like for hormone cancer so like breast cancer um because they've got um so they're things like uh, broccoli cauliflower um and sprouts because they're really good for they've got uh sulforaphane Mm-hmm. nutrient that's good with cancer um as many berries herbs and spices are great as well so rosemary um and you can grow your own you know it's dead easy to grow rosemary sage it yep. grows like a weed in the garden and mm-hmm. um, and healthy fats are really important as well so getting the right balance between omega-3 and omega-6 and omega-9 so um that's important as well omega-3 so that's in like your oily fish yeah. So um a good acronym that we use in the in our industry is uh, smash so that's so, so to remember if you have an oily the oily fish is smash fish so it's like s m a s h so that's salmon mackerel anchovies sardines and herring and uh, wild salmon is is the best because farmed salmon can be quite um toxic it's when mm. they're ra- you know raised but yeah. um, and it's but it's what whatever you know because sometimes these things can seem quite overwhelming um and yeah and then lots of nuts and seeds avocados are good and avocado oil and again choosing the right oil that you cook with is really important as well so um 
so olive extra virgin olive oil is good but never heated so just use that as a drizzle on salads or if you oh, do right. at, at the end at the very end or when you've turned off the cooking because when you heat an oil you change its properties and it becomes more pro-oxidant so pro inflammatory so it, it changes okay. as becoming you kind of destroy the goodness out of the extra virgin olive oil when you heat it so coconut oil coconut but uh, organic butter is another good one or yeah. ghee um mm -hmm. and then a limit of red meat and to, to you know once a week um um or even if you were in the middle of treatment i would, I would say not to have it at all really red meat uh, just completely cut that out cut that out yeah very, uh, very inflammatory if if you are um if you're say if you're in the middle of your treatment then yeah, yeah or if you have active cancer afterwards um you know afterwards when you you're into remission and um mm. possibly you can introduce it then again but not no more than twice a week i would say okay okay yes and then question, isn't yeah it? Sorry. yeah don't know these things you know i just um i mean i'm conscious of what i eat and I feel like I'm fairly well up and well versed on on what I should eat and what I shouldn't eat. Like you know, you shouldn't eat too much chocolate or drink too much alcohol or whatever. But yeah. um, but there's so much more to it, and you can get so deep into it. And you know, um, you get you get some people who are who are completely plant based saying, "Oh, you don't need meat at all." And then yeah, yeah. Uh, but then I guess you probably need supplements to to supplement the the fact you know what you're not getting from the meat. They might argue differently, but that's right. Yeah. Um, it's always you know it's very but then, and then you you know you. Your national health guidelines are, you know, oh, eat five, five fruits, you know, five portions of fruit a day. But then it's like, well, actually, you know, if you eat five bananas as your five portions of fruit, that's not going to be that amazing for you. Like, it's not going to be really bad for you. But it, like you've just said a minute ago, you know, it, it would be better if your portions of fruit were blueberries or, you know, cherries or something other than sugary bananas or something yeah. like that. That's right. You've got it. Yeah, it's um, and but people you don't get told that generally. And no, you, don't, no, no, you know, no. we we followed this Western diet or uh, since um, you know, since the grains and we became become became to eating growing grain and eating bread and and it's it's high in sugar, it's high in glucose, and then on top of that, cereals and cereal bars and um, yeah. things that you think are, you know, that are marketed to look look nice and good and green and, and, and they have the, the sugar, the sugar content, you know, mm. can be really quite high. Of course, yeah. It's good. So, so it just depends. So when I work with somebody, I, I look at their diet. So I take a, a food diary and I look at what they're eating and drinking across yeah. three days. And that, I mean, even just that information, important to, yeah. to to help people to um get get on a, a different or just to make recommendations and suggestions of how to make that those whatever they're doing those different choices and better mm. choices yeah. yeah so um yeah there's a lot there's a lot people can do though of course yeah 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 and 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 this you know this particular podcast you know we're not talking about you know a lot of my audience are obviously people who run but there is a massive uh, percentage of my audience who are people who have um you know had um due to my history had had dealings with cancer so this yeah. is not necessarily this is not like we're not talking this is a diet for somebody who is you know an elite runner or a really good runner or whatever this is this is a diet for just general well just humans in general being yeah. healthy whether you're 
running marathons or running a 5k or not running at all and going to the gym it, this is this is kind of guidance around just being healthy but particularly around you know if you've had that experience with cancer and you've you know you're you're in remission or you've you know you're over it whatever it is these are those kind of things that you know can be advised to to sort of assist you in in your journey of um of recovery really that's right definitely and running and you know exercise is is absolutely essential because it's so yeah. it's so good for us as you know already and i'm sure yeah, 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 talked correct. about this loads but um also i think as as we age and um it's important to do weight bearing exercise and we often think mm. that you know running and thrashing it out on the pavement is great but it as getting older and especially um, with hormone-driven cancers, weight-bearing exercise is really important as well. And yeah. things like yoga can be really good for your mindset and to help alleviate the stress levels and to help yeah. alleviate symptoms of, you know, the symptoms of your treatment. when. Yeah. And it's often one of the things that you can do. So if you've had a lumpectomy or um, a mastectomy, um, you know, a total mastectomy or something, yeah. then you can still... There's, certain, there's a yoga uh, coach, uh, sorry, a cancer, yoga cancer lady online. over Zoom who's, who's been, had really good results. Because I think it can be quite tricky sometimes uh, knowing what you can do exercise-wise during your treatment or just after when, you, you know, you yeah. might be recovering and you're desperate to do something, but you've been told not to, mm. uh, to run the risk of, um, you know, doing it. So yeah, it's it's really important and and uh, yeah, yeah. Then, well, um, yeah, we'll we'll start to wrap it up there because we've been on uh, sort of twenty three or so, twenty two minutes now. So so just so we know, sort of obviously, I'll I'll tag your Instagram page in this, but so people um, sort of get in touch with you, and then initially it's kind of a a consultation with you around sort of their food diary, maybe even a um, a sample to work out sort of what's going on and yeah. uh, and then you work with them on you know what what to eat when to eat and that kind of stress levels as well and and you know how often to eat what times to eat and sort of get rid of the detail around it yeah definitely are a good one as well because you can you can um you know aiming to do that we often sneak in a, a snack before bed or you know around nine or nine o'clock at night which is a big and it's usually the wrong you know if it's a milky drink or if it's a piece yeah. of toast or something it's just driving that in the the glucose levels up and the, over time it, it you know it's not it's not very good but so anyway an overnight fast and when you eat and I'd, yeah um making sure that you you are often people when they're, they're thinking they're doing a fast it's it's they think it's going to be really hard and but you can do it quite easily um overnight uh, you know a, an earlier dinner and a later breakfast and you can do that if you can get into the habit of doing that um then yeah that's easily done but yeah that's so i would i would see someone and analyze them and really look at what their what what their type of cancer is or was and try and make sure we get get them on a plan to um keep optimize their health and try to reduce the the returning but um yeah. you know, i'm not saying that no, guarantee or anything by any means but just supporting uh, the person yeah, yeah. yeah towards getting in a in a good place and optimizing yeah. their health that's great and that's kind of been your thing for the majority of this year that's that sort of a thing that you've you've been doing yeah since the beginning 
yeah. the beginning of this year i've been um i i i got doing training for the first half of this year in in cancer mm. so um yeah that's been really exciting and i've been volunteering with a charity called yes to life who mm-hmm. offer integrative options for people who have cancer and they have a helpline so we get a lot of calls from people um who are newly diagnosed or they are facing a roadblock with conventional treatment and they want to look at other options um, yeah. and that's been really interesting as well so yeah. and that's a it's a little plug for uh, <laughs> yes to life so really good. really lovely charity and it's only small as well so it's good good, good. well no thanks for coming on and i'm sure you know I'll, I'll post this out and uh and if people want to get in touch with you the, the details will be on there of how to do that and uh yeah no it's been very insightful like i said it's i've, I've thankfully long since had cancer but um you know this this kind of information has not been around for me prior to this so it's it's always interesting to uh to learn more and what you can do and um and how important it all is so yeah. you know appreciate you sharing your knowledge with us and i'm sure um you know as with every podcast to do if it benefits one person then um we're doing the right thing kind of thing really yeah, definitely yeah that's great and if you need any more um info or tips or anything just give me a shout will do all right well thanks for coming on no worries thanks rob see you soon bye bye